Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yeah. Yo, 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 what's up? Suns fan here with Cinderin, episode 184 of We Say Things podcast. Yo. Yo, thank you for joining us on this momentous occasion where there is still no patch somehow, although we knew that was probably going to be the case. Uh, yeah. People are begging for it, Cinderin, but that's not important to talk about right now. The important thing to talk about is the people that support us that allow us to continue to make this show because for some reason they keep listening to it. To our patrons in Bruce Tier, I'll let you take the first half. All right. Thank you to Charlie Kaching Sheen. T Coil will pay three fifty for a patch. That's actually an interesting thing. Who do you think in the world would pay the most for a patch and how much would they pay? Saudi Prince, easily. How much would he pay? Oh, you can just have the patch whenever you want. It's just ready to go. Mm-hmm. How much would he pay? I, mean, I don't... He would become an 500K? international hero. That's true. Maybe One the, million dollars. Maybe he'd do right. a million. I don't know. Yeah. Probably means nothing to him. House is flooded, so we say things is my only luxury. Food's not important, right? B. McBeeface. I'm really sorry to hear that, if that's true. That was in New Zealand, I think. I heard that there was some flood mm. there. Uh, so I'm assuming this is flooding and fires are like the biggest. Uh, what's the right way to put this? The thing I'm scared about most in life, probably, especially yeah. while away with the cats and whatnot. Hope everything's good with you. Yeah. Uh, Q Ludes is ready to embrace our AI overlords. Stupid copilot D2 Bowie. Diatoro does it again, Sinner. And I personally love the Stooges and add. Oscar Magdev Seeker wants to see drastic map changes in this coming patch. Maybe a crater. My grandma still doesn't know what Dota is. Disco Farm D. Taste me boo. Stoogey McStooge. Daddy stood. Notice me senpai stooge. Santa's ballsack stooge. Schadenfreude stooge. It's time for a new name. The Megapope. You inanimate objects hitting the Canadians again. TI in New Zealand. And Zen Xavier. Thank you also to Nate Thicko, Zero One Hamscroats, Bacon, Shark TM, Freshly Seasoned Goat Balls, Janie, Stop. Nothing to see here. Underscore man. Guitar strings. Eve Remort. Made that extra American for you guys. Remort. Remort. <laughs> ben T.I. in New Zealand. Broomhead. Wooden Aftertaste. Anonymous. And this from Mr. Niebling is not updated. The idea that being cold and wet causes a cold is a myth. Colds are caused by viruses, not weather. Mr. Niebling. You're late. Hope everything's okay. Are you sure you didn't <laughs> you okay? forget to update it and this is the one from last week? I'm sure. I did that literally before of, the stream. I think it's more likely that you messed up than Niebling. He's always are, okay, how about, changed his are name. Are any of the names different? Because I think we'll pay Tree Fitty for a patch is new. 
Uh, I don't that's not new, but houses flooded is new. Okay. So you're right. Okay, it I was, couldn't be. It's close. Yeah. Damn. All right. Uh, first things first, let's get this out of the way. Uh, there was a huge earthquake. I don't remember what the... From floods to earthquake. Yeah, Wonderful. earthquake in Turkey. And hearing a lot of horrible stories. Been, like It's been all over Reddit. Obviously, that's where I get all my news, uh, which is probably not the right place. But uh, condolences and thoughts are with everybody that's affected by that. I know there's a lot of Dota players in Turkey. That is scary as fuck. I didn't list, when I said my biggest fears are house flooding or fire, I didn't list earthquakes because that's not a thing here. Like I have mm -hmm. slightly felt an earthquake from California to Arizona. Like the slight swaying, that's about as bad as it ever gets here. We don't get any mm -hmm. real natural disasters. So I can't imagine what an earthquake like that is. That's, that is scary as fuck, though. Very scary. So yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, I mean I don't really know what to add, you know. Every time there's a natural disaster of that kind, it's just it's just fucking sad, you know? Like people's lives get ruined, some people lose their lives and it, it's kind of like the tricky thing is that it's hard to predict, right? Is that you don't know that it's coming and that's why you can't really save everyone in these situations. Um the most disappointing thing from my perspective is when I'm hearing that the country itself isn't doing all it can for the people affected. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the absolute bare minimum you can do is, you know, try to help people that are caught by natural disaster that they had no control over. They had no way of, you know, they, um, they just don't have any means of dealing with it. Like, what, what the fuck do you so do? Some of the things know? I was reading, and again, this is, take this with a grain of salt, but I, I have no trouble believing it, that uh, people that are, I don't know what they're called, the people that there's jobs is to predict the earthquakes. This was predicted like a few years ago that a big one is going to be coming and the government ignored them. That sounds very believable because that's basically most mm -hmm. governments, I feel like. So if that's the case, that's obviously very, very bad. Uh, I, what, so, so what I was getting at was that I, I don't think it's impossible to predict to any extent natural disasters, right? But it's really difficult to pinpoint the timing and people are probably for the most part not going to act on you know it's like if you say it's probably going to rain on sunday then people aren't going to plan for it to rain on sunday until it's actually sunday right they're mm -hmm. not going to be like okay if there's a chance it's going to be raining in three days then maybe this is a terrible analogy but i think you get the idea that if there's a chance but it's not like confirmed but it's like a risk you hear about risks all the time at this point, right? Or things going wrong on the news. So you're probably a little bit numb to the whole thing if if there's warnings about things. And um, well, not only that, it, but you it's can... kind of the boy who cried wolf. Then every time there's a warning, you're like, oh, whatever. And then when it actually happens, you're like, oh shit. I mean, know? they had a big one. I remember how many how many years ago, like twenty plus or whatever it was, a big one. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about Turkey other than that they love cats and dogs, which is one of the big reasons that Nikki and I want to visit. Um, but like I know in California, just as an example, they are hardcore. When you're putting up a building, you make sure that you put every precaution possible to minimize damage from an earthquake because they're expecting right. it, right? So I don't know if that's a thing that they've been doing or if that like certain areas just weren't affected. I don't just saying like obviously there's stuff you can do, but certain element of, you know, surprise for the citizens at the very least. Yeah. 
and I, I don't know enough about how frequently. So I, I know that obviously there's countries that never get earthquakes and there's countries that get them somewhat frequently, but I don't know how like close to the same area they strike every time. Because there's there's some areas that are likely to get hit by what's it called? The when it, there's like um Is it called typhoons? Where the water just like splashes in and can like submerge an entire city. Is that a typhoon? I, I don't know the difference between a typhoon. I think tsunami and typhoons. Yeah. If I remember right, they're the same, but certain it's areas call them right. one thing and certain areas call them the other. Could be wrong. Okay. I, so I think it's called tsunami. Um, what I'm thinking of anyway. And there are, I know there are coastal cities and coastal areas that have them quite frequently and they still rebuild. And I feel like that's one of those things where you got to ask yourself, like, even if you love living there, is that worth rebuilding if you know it's going to strike again? Because these areas are just susceptible to it. Whereas with earthquakes, if that's not as accurate to pinpoints, like, okay, like, what, the, what do you do, right? Like, there was an earthquake somewhere in Turkey. Is it going to be there in the next 20 years? Maybe not. Maybe it's not going to be there for 50 years. Maybe it's going to be somewhere else. Maybe it's, you know... Um, so it's just hard. And that's also why like the whole prepping thing for it is hard because yeah, you can take the precautions you want, but if the earthquake is of this magnitude, I don't think you can really truly protect yourself with anything else than prediction. Like even if you build the buildings with yeah. earthquake precautions, it will be better. But if you're in the streets when this shit happens, your life's in danger no matter what. So So it's um, tsunami is like you said, what you're thinking of the thing I got confused with. Typhoon and hurricane are the same thing. Just certain areas of the world call it typhoon, while others call it hurricane, which I always found interesting. Anyway, okay, uh, that's just a little trivia for you. But yeah, our best to everybody in Turkey. Hopefully things get back to normal and yeah, not much else to say. Yeah. All right. Next thing, uh, there was a rumor. <laughs> so what's this guy's name again? Guy Pretty that... strong rumor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Damn it. Hold on one second. John Patrick Lowry, the guy who voices uh, Pudge and does the a bunch of other heroes as well, and he does the arena announcer, like when you you guys know what I'm talking about. The guy that's actually there in person. His wife does a bunch of voices as well. She does Glados along with a bunch of Dota heroes. Basically, the power voice acting couple. <laughs> Pretty yeah. cool actually, and they're super super nice. So we've met them. Uh, I think it was Ti Three was when they were out and about in seattle anyway yeah. uh john patrick lowry posted something on facebook saying that uh he and ellen aka the wife will be going to lima peru they don't say what for and then they he also mentioned they'll be going to seattle for ti in october that has since been deleted from the <laughs> so whether that is actually the case or not remains to be seen i think I think the original uh, post, including this one, says that they're going there specifically for the major, right? To yes. Lima. Okay. I thought you just said he didn't say what for, but he did write that he's going for the major. No, he said, not... yeah, but we don't know why he's going to the major. Like, that's, right. that's not normal. That's true. So that's cool for people that are going to be at the major. And do, do you buy this? That obviously for somebody like him, they'd have to book him in advance. So that part is probably mm -hmm. true that he would have advance notice. But whether it's in Seattle specifically, maybe he just assumed, although it hasn't been there in a long time, right? I don't think he's gone to any TIs that haven't been in Seattle. Right. Am I wrong We invited him for TI and he was like, all right, guess we're back to Seattle. And he hasn't followed for like four years. <laughs> I mean, 
<sighs> what do you think? I don't know. I think this is a slip, personally. And it, the reason is, it's not the first rumor we've heard about TI in Seattle, right? We've also talked about it on previous episodes that there's a rumor that it will be coming home to Seattle. So this just adds to the pile of making it more likely for me. It's obviously not confirmed, but it's starting to seem more and more, more and more like a reality here. Um, TI-12. Am I wrong? Is that what it is? It's TI-12, yeah. That sounds weird, doesn't it? That's a lot of TIs, actually. It's a lot of TIs. Uh, We're old, I mean, man. what we can talk about is whether it's good for it to come back to Seattle. I think there's definitely pros and cons to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the pros is, from Valve's perspective, uh, everybody who wants to participate in TI is closer to home. And I think what that's going to lead to is more manpower. Um, that's true. Because usually, if TI is, is across the globe, Valve employees need to choose, are we going to do this and leave everything behind for three weeks or four, four weeks, however long it is with the prep time and everything? Uh, or um, are we going to stay back and work on the other stuff that we're doing? And when it's in Seattle, I think they can kind of do a hybrid solution. Or even if you do work fully on it, you're still back with your families, which is probably a big dilemma for some of the employees. Uh, with going to TI across the globe. So there's going to be more people, I think, first of all. I think Valve will be more in control of the products that they get uh, to send out. There's less logistical issues um, because they're way more familiar with what the city has to offer in terms of accommodation, in terms of arenas, in terms of production setups, all this stuff. Um, and then the cons are, at least historically, some teams have struggled with getting visas. I would like to think it's a bit easier now, um, but that will obviously remain to be seen if it does go to Seattle. And then there, the other con is time zone, but that's a con depending on who you are, right? Like, whichever region this is in, it's going to favor some over others. Uh, uh, I would say it's a con for yeah. most people because in America, there's not that many people playing. Yeah, but there's a lot of, I think there's quite a lot of people watching. And if you, like, let's say TI games usually start at like 11, right? Mm. Local. Uh, Local Seattle 11 is 7 p.m. CET, I think. I think it's plus 8. So the first series or two is within reach for people on a common schedule. Mm -hmm. And then the later series will be hard to watch. And for SEA, it's in the middle of the night. And last TI, when it was in Singapore, the morning games were out of reach for most people because it was way too early. It was either middle of the night for Europe or about to be midnight in the US, right? And that meant the later games would be European morning and in the middle of the night for NA. So there's just no perfect solution, right? I don't think the the viewership was. I don't know how, how affected it's been by region choice, but you know. When was the last time we had a TI in Seattle? Eight. TI seven. Seven. TI TI eight was Vancouver, right? So Vancouver, and then Shanghai, and then Romania, Bucharest, and uh, Singapore. Singapore, right? Yeah. So oh, TI7, that is the day so nine TI, the artifact TI. Yep. That's a long time oh, ago. Damn. They're bringing it back so they can announce artifact. 
Uh, don't. Coming back. I mean, I'd be. I know nobody else would be happy, but that would be joyful occasion for do you me. Think, do you think Valve will announce a new game? This TI. Uh, Neon Prime is basically what you're asking. If they'll announce Neon Prime. Probably not. No? When did they register the, the trademark for that? Been like a year. A year. Yeah, okay. Maybe too early then. I mean, I, I think they're probably turned off. It's not... A, forget about Artifact being a disaster and all the stuff that happened afterward. The actual announcement... Mm-hmm. The groan of the crowd, like that should teach you, if nothing else, which I'm sure they've done a lot of studies elsewhere now, but Dota players don't give a shit about any other game, even if it's Dota related. They could come out with Neon Prime. It could be Dota related somehow. I don't think, I mean, some people would be excited, but the crowd would not be, I think. Uh, here's the thing for me, I disagree. And I think, I think the reason the crowd was not excited about artifact was that it was a card game which is not for everyone and maybe didn't match the hype that was generated for it and also like it felt like it was just another one you know even though it wasn't like artifact i think had some depth and something other card games didn't um but the fact was that people had there'd been so many card games recently right and other IPs that had done that as their extra thing okay so it's, it was let like, me let me rephrase people were this. hoping when valve re wanted to launch a new game that okay this is going to be the new big thing some new creative shit and yeah. i was like oh it's a card game that's why they were disappointed not so okay let me ref okay now that i'm thinking about it if they did this with artifact it would have worked which means it would work for another game you need to show something more hype that actually shows gameplay number one number two mm -hmm. and this is more important than anything no matter what you do i think even if they kept the video exactly the same for artifact you need to come out with the announcements that are Dota related before. So if somebody, if people are expecting new heroes, which they are every TI, those should be mm -hmm. announced beforehand. If there's like a big patch or some mechanic change or something coming in the future, announce that first. Then right. you do the non-Dota related one, where it could be Dota related still through another genre or whatever, but that kind of softens the blow to a degree, I feel like. Because I think, if mm -hmm. I remember right, and it's been a long time, but I was excited. I was one of the few. But when Artifact was announced, it's like people were expecting a big announcement about Dota specifically, right? Which mm -hmm. they probably ended up getting later, but that didn't fill it for them. So I think that's probably the biggest deal. Maybe. Right. I don't know. It would be cool. I, I'd enjoy that. Neon Prime. Need to change the name, though. That does, uh, just sounds terrible. I imagine this TM that we're theorizing is going to be a game. Like Neon Prime actually has nothing to do with a game. And it's some sort of new uh, hardware or whatever. That's, I mean, th hey there guys, was nothing I'm go attached to the store with the trademark. And buy right? some Neon Prime. Yeah. It's literally just the name, right? There's nothing attached with the trademark. No, there's, there's leaks uh, about what type of gameplay it had, but this was so old. And... But the, those didn't call it Neon Prime, they call it Citadel, right? Uh, those old leaks. I don't, it's been so long, I don't remember. And I think people are just assuming now, okay, Valve has registered a TM, it's a new game, but I mean, there's no guarantee that it's a game, right? Mm. Valve has made plenty of uh, projects that have been leaked, and then the game gets shelved because they don't like how it's turning out, or people want to work on something else, and then the 
game's just gone, right? So, yep. Um, and that that's that's where I'm a little bit confused and uncertain here because we obviously had the rumors that we had heard that Ice Frog was working on something else than Dota, which had me excited about it. And then we heard the rumor that we talked about about a month ago that Ice Frog is back on Dota, which could mean two things. It could mean that he's working on both games or that the other game he was working on got shelved and now he's doing Dota again. Or that he's taking a break from the new game because he's done a lot of his work on that and Dota needed some love. Like, whatever it is, who knows? It's always... With Valve, it's always speculation, but part of me is a little bit worried that whatever he was working on for a while, I'm assuming it's been... If you work on a game, uh, the, the rumors are that he worked on it for quite a long time, then, I mean, it just sucks if it doesn't get to see the light of day, right? If it's just mm -hmm. a waste. Yeah, well, that, um, that, those Reddit threads, happened. those Reddit threads asking for updates, they finally got to him. Right, <laughs> has like some alert on his phone. Every new thread on Reddit comes up, pops <sighs> up. Like, Fuck it, all right, guys, I'll fix your game. And leave me alone. <laughs> All right, next thing. Fnatic, the organization, uh, made a tweet saying the following. After reflecting on the sustainability of our Dota 2 roster, we've made the difficult decision to temporarily withdraw from the title. Above all, we want to thank the ever-passionate SCA audience and all players and staff that have supported us with the title. Your thoughts. This is a pretty big org, an org that's been around yes. since basically the beginning of Dota 2, and... Big time in Han, it kind of transitioned through that. Hopefully it's just a break, but yeah, not good. Is this the thing Suns fan was warning us about? I don't know. Dude, <laughs> I love that it's become such the a The meme big is meme. actually so good. It's it's so funny. Um I mean what it's a shame, right? It's probably the household name of SEA in Dota for a long time. And what was the first SEA roster Fnatic got? Was it TI4, I want to say? Probably Maybe? around there, because TI4 Cause, is when uh, like No Tail and them started doing other squads, I believe. Oh, wait, maybe they... Yeah, so TI... Yeah, right, because the TI3 Fnatic were there, but that was the Western team. And then I think they started looking into SEA after that. So yeah, it was TI4 or TI5, whatever year that was. So 14 or 15, I guess. Uh, Fnatic became an SEA staple, and they've been there ever since. So this is obviously a big loss for the region to have this org gone. What are the reasons? Who knows? Uh, do they not have the funding for it? Do they feel like Dota is just a poor return investment from an org perspective? Are they not able to get the players that they want? Do they want to... Is there another game that they want to invest into? I mean, who knows, right? But it's a shame. Um... And I do hope they come back or that another org rises to the occasion. Because I, I think all regions in Dota need orgs. Um, even though, like, right now, for example, Western Europe has an insane talent pool uh, and is doing really well at international competitions. They're still playing in orgs. Um, so making these independent teams, it's like a risk thing, right? I... I think a, a simple way sometimes to boil down orgs for players is that it's kind of like an insurance. Um, you you pay a percentage of your prize winnings usually by contract to the org, but they provide you with bootcamp locations. They provide you with a stable source of income if things go poorly because it's a performance-based game and you're not always going to own. And it sucks if you have a big team or a strong team and things go awry and you're like, okay, I just did a months and months of this or a year for minimal return, if any, because the tournaments didn't go that well. 
Um, yeah, and I'll say from like a org standpoint, SCA South America are the two cheapest regions, or at least they have been. Yes, historically. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that they like it's not worth it is pretty bad. Uh, hopefully, it's like they're just spreading themselves too thin with however many titles they're working with. But like you said, hopefully it's temporary. Uh, Dota's never been really great for that kind of thing. But yep, it is what it is. This yeah. is a good segue though, because we're talking about the negatives. Zoid, who mm -hmm. a lot of you guys don't know, but Cinder and I do, used to work at Valve, a Valve employee that worked on like the server side. Nice guy. Super nice guy. Like this guy. Uh, we used to talk a decent amount back in the day. And he made an interesting tweet because Team Secret tweeted out that the 7 billionth game was recorded in Dota, which is mind-boggling. How many people are on Earth? Less than that. <laughs> are you sure? Not anymore. It's about that, though. 7.9 billion. We're at almost 8 billion. Jesus Christ. Stop having kids, for God's sake. No benefit in having kids, other than misery. Anyway, back to the positives again. Uh, <laughs> Zoe tweeted this. When I helped engineer the matchmaking for Dota 2 at Valve, aka Game Coordinator, I chose a 32-bit value, with up to 4 billion, for the match ID. I estimated at one game per second, which would last 126 years. I was wrong. Dota 2 quickly moved to more than 15 games per second. Oops. Dota 2 has been out for 12 years, starting from its unveil at Gamescom. 7 billion matches over 12 years is approximately 18 matches per second over the entire lifetime of the game so far. That is insane, man. That is, that is actually just so crazy when you think about it. That is so ridiculous. I mean, How can there be 18 games per second... And yeah. Arteezy still needs to queue for 20 <laughs> minutes to find one. Because there's not Come many Arteezy's, that's why. <laughs> there's a lot of plebs. It, it really does put things into perspective, though. When so many games are played so often, um, that queue times are as they are. Because like, it just shows how wide a span of players we have, right? Because it's not like, even in the population where there's most players playing, I, I don't know which MMR that is, people don't find games after one second, right? So, um, that was also a very dumbed-down version because this is obviously multiple regions, multiple times of day, or whatever. But um, it's yeah, it's just it's just a crazy stat. Whenever you hear numbers like this, it's just a bit wild, right? Um, I'd be interested to know what's the average game length during that time. So those games times the game length. How much time is that? How many years? Yeah. I mean, we could, could we do a rough evolved, estimate uh, if you wanted. Yeah, sure. How I mean, many minutes do you want to it's say? It's already older than... Okay, so... What was it? 7 billion? Can we say 30 minutes? Is that fair? 30 minutes? Okay. Make it easy. Yeah. So that's obviously 210 billion minutes. And then what do you want okay. it in? You want it in years? Yeah. So minutes to years is... Hang on. Divided by... Now I need to not be stupid. Divided by 60, then it's hours. Divided by 24, then it's days. Divided by 365.25. Am I doing this right? 
What's your number? Uh, about 400,000 years. Is 400,000 years correct, chat? That's the beauty of having chat. That is not so right. There's people. literally no fucking way this is right. It has okay. to be way more, right? Very good. Thank you. Am I doing this right? Chat, just do it for us, please. <laughs> Some people are saying yes. This can't be this right. This is turn quickly turning to the worst segment we've ever done, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could chat GPT it. Convert this many minutes into years. Oh, it is right. I did do it right. So 400,000 okay. years. 400,000 right? years of Dota. Okay. What... How much time is needed to evolve something? Like, if, so let's say this period going forward, how long would it take for our tonsils to not be a thing anymore? We just wouldn't have tonsils anymore. Just, I, this is a hypothetical, theoretical question. I'm at this. Just answer, is it less or more than 400,000 years? Less. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think so. So we could have evolved out of a lot of bad habits as well. Yes. Tonsils are a bad habit. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, that's I don't know really, either. Really that's... great that we've had so many <laughs> games of Dota over the years. And I know that especially me, I can be very negative. I focus on the negative. I'm also realistic, of course. Cinderin is the opposite, he's a fucking robot, does not I have am, emotion. I am getting more and more realistic over time, Shannon, and more, less naive. I think that's because you're hanging out with me, though. My, I don't know, man. I'm just getting older and angrier. My realism is infecting you. It's like a fungus that's been growing inside you all this time. Yeah, thanks for that. And I liked it better awesome. when I was happier. Yeah, but that's still a lot of games, so congratulations really to is Dota. bliss, though. It really I mean, is. the fact that the game has lasted this long, that's... Yeah. Not many games can say that at all. And that's right? Dota 2 only. Yeah, that's worth true. keeping in mind. I wonder how many games of Dota were played. That would be a really cool stat. We obviously can't get that, but by comparison, because that game was close. huge as well Probably for many years. Close. There's no way it's close. No, so how long did we have Dota for? 2003 First until of all, 2011. Starting a game of Dota 1 was fucking miserable, okay? Sometimes could take 45 minutes. It's true, it took a long time. So there's no way. Uh, there, you're, there's no way it's as many games. I just wonder what the factor is. I would say like, 5% maybe. All right. 5 to 10% That's pretty few. at best. Okay. I think it would probably be more. We can but... ask ChatGPT what they think. Uh, all right. And final Dota-related topic, and it's a subject that is kind of over both of our heads. Only reason we're including it is because it was on sites like Ars Technica. The title says, Valve waited 15 months to patch high-severity flaw. A hacker pounced. So I read through this, and of course, like a lot of the stuff, I, they don't really explain what the vulnerability was necessarily, other than mm -hmm. you could access, like, executables. So I guess that means you can gain control of their computer or something. I don't know. But essentially what happened is there was some vulnerability found in some software. This is going to be a complete layman term and part of it might be incorrect, but the gist of it you'll understand. Mm -hmm. And Valve had ne they, they were aware of this issue because it affected something bigger. 
that wasn't related to Dota. It might have just been through Chrome or some shit. I can't remember. Uh, and they just didn't patch it until, I don't know wh when this was. might have been... Uh, so Google patched it in 2021 of October, October 2021. And I assume Valve patched it recently. But essentially what happened is there was a couple of mods, custom games, that were theoretic or that were actually created that had this vulnerability in it. And they can't, based on this, what this article says, they can't tell if it was like intentional, purposeful, like malicious, or if it was like a testing thing. Cause like one of the mods was don't download this, for example. But if you did, you would have this thing that people could take, I assume control of your computer. I don't know the actual details. Uh, it's been patched. And that is, is about the limit of my knowledge of this. Sundaran. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. Google fixed it quickly, probably, because this vulnerability affects a lot of stuff. Valve, nobody felt like fixing this on the day. They were working on other projects. So That's right. They, they, they didn't really want to do this because uh, they didn't think it sounded fun. So there you go. I mean, I, honestly, I have no idea. I know. Um, and, I figured you'd talk more so I could drink at least. Jesus. Yeah. So when I when I read this, I was hoping that this was tied in to an extent with some of the uh, supposedly. I, I don't know. It's very. I feel like it's hard to tell from anecdotal experience with my games, but I'm hearing that cheating in Dota is at an all time high. I was hoping that there was some sort of connection that this uh, that this flaw in uh, that this flaw that was affecting Dota was allowing people to implement cheats. But it sounds like these two things are not related at all. So that sucks, because I was hoping this fix would help with that, but I, I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> so again, they, I feel they, like it would be a bigger story if this was just nuking a lot of the cheats that were going well, around. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I could I be don't, wrong. Think, it I don't think it's related. I, I should also mention again that there's no proof that this was done in a malicious manner at all, but... Mm -hmm. The custom games were never reported to Valve either. So it's like, right. They don't know if this has affected anybody in actuality. Custom games, like, if you're going to make a random game, nobody's going to play it. So it's not really much of a risk, technically, unless it gets semi popular, popular or something like that. So they, they could have taken advantage of this in a much more impactful way, but they didn't. So. Doesn't say whether anybody was actually affected, but just figured since there's literally no news the past month that we would discuss this Dota news that made it to a bunch of websites that I usually surf through. So don't worry, we have more news coming up from NA. Yeah, this and the final, be hot. the final the final. <laughs> I can't wait for this. I don't one. mean to laugh because I don't know if people have died yet. Uh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's just start you over. Can, you can redo. You can do that one over. Let's redo right. this part. Uh, in the U.S., we have had some interesting incidents occur, Cinderin, that feel very fishy to me. Yes. So let's break this up into two segments. Okay. Well, when I say that, I'm going to mention what both of them are, and we're going to combine them, so we're not really separating. Just let's start over again. So in the United States... There have been these balloons that have been flying above some of our states. Oh, the giant, the well, I put so I put down UFOs here because technically that's what they are. They're okay. unidentified flying objects, although some of right. them might be Chinese, so maybe they're not okay. those ones were not UFOs. So, 
there were balloon there was a balloon that went from I think it came from Alaska, like around, you know, from China to Alaska or whatever, and then the northern part of the U.S., and it was shot down eventually. And they can't tell, like, they don't say very much about what the hell that actually was, other than some mm-hmm. surveillance thing, but it was like a literal balloon. Then another one, except it wasn't a balloon this time, another unidentified flying object was taken out uh, because it was in the pathway of an airplane. Like, it's, it's the thing they had to worry about the most. Mm-hmm. And... They said it was not a balloon this time, and they, last I heard, maybe there was some updates, there was, they ba- ba- barely even described what the shape was. So, basically, it was, unidentified. it was unidentified, and they're not talking about what it is. I'm not saying this is alien, obviously, I don't believe that stuff, <laughs> although it is hilarious to talk about. Uh, but that's weird, right? That's really mm-hmm. weird. And then, this last week... There have been a bunch of like chemical spills and train accidents, and I think in Texas, I'm wa- I want to say both Carolinas, uh, there was one in Tucson where they had to shut down the highway because of a chemical leak or something. And what the fuck's going on? Something's weird. Something we- oh, Ohio as well. Thank you. Something weird is going on, Cinderin. Is mm-hmm. this like somebody trying to poke us before? A war begins it is fuck it's really weird. Like what are the chances that in the one week all of these weird accidents, like forget about the fucking balloons, just mm-hmm. the trains crashing, spilling over toxic chemicals, highways being closed, citizens endangered. It's weird. I don't know what to think. What do you think? So if this is something that's like uncommon and then it just happens four times in five or five times in five different states within a week that's pretty that's pretty sus yeah to use uh to be young with the young people you know that's uh dude i don't know man this your guess is as good as mine on this i I i'll tell you i'm pretty sure the ufos are not from (laughs) out of outer space i think that's the thing i feel the strongest about here yeah um, whether the balloons were spy balloons from China or whatever, I don't know if that was actually confirmed or just a speculation or a theory that just spreads. That's the problem sometimes is that some people just have these theories that might be true or might just be complete conspiracies, but if they become the major picked up story, that's the one you hear. True. Even if it's just some ridiculous dumb idea that somebody had. But who knows? It might be the truth. Um... The chemical spills, though, I mean, there's not much to say, though, is there? Like, they're there. They happen. I'll say this, and I don't know if this is propaganda, because I don't follow politics that closely, but I know that Obama apparently put in, like, some... God, this is going to... Again, I don't know the specifics, so I'm going to just give you the gist. Mm -hmm. There was some law that had to update, like, brakes for trains or something, because the analyst told them that the current brakes... They will fail. So he mm. put in new brakes. It was like some thing that everybody had to follow. And then Trump reversed it. So now people are saying that is why this is happening. Don't want to make this political. Just saying. Yeah, I'm, like no matter whether that's true right or now. not. What are the odds? Did Even all the so. trains have their brakes removed last week? <laughs> or what? Like, I, I mean, whatever people want to point to, if something like this happens this many times, again, the U.S. is huge. 
And accidents happen every day. So it's not like, oh, there was an accident that is unbelievable. Something must have fucked up. It's if it's a similar type of accident that is uncommon, happens multiple times within a really short time frame around the same like subject, which in this case would be dangerous chemicals or whatever, right? That that seems organized, you know? It's like Ooh. if it was like three separate accidents and it's with I don't know, you know what I'm getting at, right? Like, I understand. I just, now I'm not going to say you're wrong or correct or anything. Mm -hmm. This is the closest that I have seen you believing in some conspiracy theory. That's pretty cool, actually. Keep it up. Keep going. Don't stop. Yeah, the thing is, I don't, I don't have a conspiracy here. It's not like, oh, it was this person oh, or yeah. this country doing it or whatever. Yeah, but you got that conspiracy. That's right. Yeah. It's like... Keep going. Maybe I'm just naive here, and maybe this happens more than I would think. But the fact that it's becoming a big news story in this way probably means that the magnitude of it is a lot more than usual, right? It's like, yeah, yeah accidents happen, but this, uh, well, what's your guess then? What do you think? Uh, you do think you think, think it was the aliens? It's the UFOs, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I have zero theory. I'm just dumbfounded. This is fucking weird, man. Like, first thing I thought of, obviously, was the negative that, you know, this is, this is basically what you're saying. Like, the chances of this happening. Like, maybe the chances aren't that slim. I don't fucking know. But then it just feels like we would be, you know, used yeah, to hearing about it. Maybe a major chemical right? spill happens every week and the news just talks about the school shootings instead. You know, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's possible. That is definitely possible. Which there was another one, by the way, of course, every week, though. That's yeah. a weekly tradition here in the U.S. The fact that the fact that, that is... Okay, I'm just... <laughs> it's a really big country, so there's a lot more people, but the fact that that's just, you know, it's just another one, it's just so fucking sad to me. That is, like... It gets to the point are so where People I are desensitized at this point. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just, like... It's just so... It's so fucking... Like, I'm trying to imagine... If something like that happened in Denmark, it would be a huge fucking story, and people would Wasn't be... Wasn't there... Like... Was it Denmark or some other Scandinavian... It was Norway, maybe, where there was a, a guy who shot up a school or something. And... So there was a guy in Norway, and I believe it, it was on a school excursion on an island. Yeah. And he went and killed a lot of children. And that was... That was such a unique and crazy thing to happen that we still reference that now. And that is many years ago. Yeah. Uh, so stuff like this just doesn't happen very often in Scandinavia. It's not like it never happens, but I, I wonder when the last school shooting in Denmark was. Let me see. Uh, okay, so I just Wikipedia'd it. School shootings in Denmark, and it's giving me one... 1994. But this one was not 1994 that you're referencing. That was like... No, no, that one was re more recent, but it's still... And that was, yeah. it was in Norway, right? I mean, this is just a bad search for me. I don't know, but these are... It's, it's a really big story in Denmark if something like that happens. It's extremely rare. Um, for multiple reasons, which we, we don't have to get into what, what that probably is, but yeah, it's just... Oh, I don't know, man. Think good thoughts instead. That's right. Okay, this has never happened before, Cinderin. Okay. In the history of We Say Things, we are at the 43-minute mm -hmm. mark, and we have no topics now. What do you want to do? Hmm. Because we can talk about random shit for a little bit longer. We could. I, I can't 
remember the last time... Let's take time... suggestions from chat. Yeah, we can take suggestions from chat, but... The fact that this hasn't happened before just goes to show how dead the news cycle is right now in Dota. It's insane. Like, the stuff that we talked about, that's me scraping the fucking barrel. You know? Yep. Zoid tweeting that there was a quiet. lot of games. That was a whole topic we talked about. <laughs> There's a lot of games played in the last 12 years. Like, we didn't know that, okay? That's our topic. Ooh. We did math live... And we're still under an hour? All right. Yeah. Uh, spray rate condiment tier list. That's pretty good, actually. Condiment tier list. Okay. Which the, condiments do we do? That's the problem, is you need to select X amount of condiments. We don't, we don't have to make a graphic for it. We can just do it. Oh, yeah, of course. Just, uh, all right, give me, give me your... Okay, let's say mustard, ketchup, mayo. Do you want types of mayo or just mayo? Uh, you can put like horseradish. Horseradish. Dude, the thing okay. with mustard is there's a lot of different kind of mustard as well, though. There's right? a lot of different kinds of all of this. There's also a lot of different ketchups and mayos and yeah. So, so it's up to you. You're the robot. You can even ask okay. your friend ChatGPT for suggestions on how to kind of separate. <sighs> all right, this. raw onions. What does that count as a condiment? No, no. All right, when when somebody says condiment, I think sauces. Is that wrong? So, so why is horseradish a condiment then? Because, well... Horseradish is not a sauce. It's a... Horseradish sauce. Let me look this up. Horseradish... <laughs> what the fuck is horseradish sauce? I get it all the time. What do you mean? Yeah, it's horseradish sauce. What does horseradish look like without being a sauce? Oh, that looks weird as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna... Let me look at the images here. Okay, yeah, we're gonna so horseradish sauce. Okay, is that actually on this list? Uh, okay, I mean, I'm right. just, good. so hot sauce like sriracha or whatever. Sure. Okay, yeah, uh, barbecue, right? Okay, barbecue sauce, sure, sweet and sour, perhaps. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of chicken nuggets sauces at McDonald's, <laughs> uh, chili sauce. Thank you, chat. Okay. This is going to be... God, this is the worst segment ever. Ranch, of I, course. We've probably done worse. Ranch. All right. You're going to have to send me this list because uh, I need to look sure. at it as well. Mm -hmm. Is that good enough? Oh, uh, teriyaki or like uh, soy sauce. That surely soy counts. Sauce. All right. Of course. Classic. I'm sure we're missing is, some... So when I hear condiment, I, I guess our look on this is different. For me, a condiment is something that's on the side, right? So if you have like... Or like Let's traditional, just it, it doesn't sauce. have to be. Right, it's sauce. Sauce. Tier list. For me, sauces are not a condiment. That's why I mentioned immediately mustard, ketchup, and mayo because those are things you get on the side with your fries or with whatever. Right. But how that is, to me is a condiment. You don't think ketchup is a sauce? I not consider it a this, sauce. I mean, I guess. Do you consider mayo a sauce then? Yeah. And mustard is a sauce. I. I mean, I know what you're saying. I never really thought I, about it, but I do consider them yes. sauces now that I think about it. Yeah, okay. I'm so I, sure. That, that, that makes me not understand what a condiment is <laughs> at all. I feel like this, this list is just... What, whatever. <laughs> the biggest mystery to me is still that the first one you came up with was fucking horseradish <laughs> sauce. That is still... That's good. Unbelievable. That's good. To not me. to be a spoiler here, like, but that's good. How, how is the that the first is, thing I you like, think of? I like sauces a lot, so this is going to be hard to actually rate. 
I send me Dude, them. I am, okay, what's the, what's the show called? Family Feud. Imagine you had you asked people <laughs> in the population. You're like, well, that's name different. a condiment. Where do you think horseradish sauce is going to be? It's literally fucking zero. Nobody well, would mention that. Think... Ketchup would be like ketchup would be eighty five, <laughs> and then mayo would be ten, and mustard would be five, and that's it. Yeah. Well, How do you think of horseradish sauce? Well, I wouldn't. If it was on Family Fucking Feud, I wouldn't say horseradish sauce. Okay. <laughs> I was just telling you what I like. Okay. Okay. All right. Like okay. we could go really we're deep and say we're, chocolate sauce We're pretending sauce these as are well. condiments. I've sent them to you on Discord. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll just re I'll I'll repeat the list. The list is mustard, ketchup, mayo, horseradish sauce, hot sauce, <laughs> barbecue sauce, sweet and sour, chili sauce, ranch, and soy sauce. And how do you want to do this? Do we uh, pick a top three, or do you want to rank all of them? We're ranking one all. To how many is this? We're ranking all. Okay, that's there's ten. So we're ranking them one to ten. Oh, where this, one is the best okay uh, okay that, that's at least easy that is pretty easy yeah that is very easy. We're, we're probably gonna have different ones. we're gonna have very different ones because you mentioned fucking horse riding <laughs> that's not a pen i don't, I don't yeah. even know how to rank it i don't know if i've ever had that all right um, that's good that's good yeah this is actually kind of hard because i do mm, Okay, I guess I'll do this. This is great for audio listeners. Now we're just thinking and typing. No, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm not being... I'm not... You're almost done. Wow, you're really fast. Yeah. I'm really debating whether to put horseradish on 10 or 11 out of 10. That's rough. Oh, that's also a good one, though. Oh, this is hard, though. This is hard. It's kind of hard. All right. I got... Man. Hmm... Really? Okay. I'm looking at my <laughs> list. I'm surprised. Okay. All right. I'm a bit unsure. Let's go put 10 horse around. All right. I'm good. I'm Let's good. Go bottom up <clears throat> to help myself here. So here's the thing. Our criteria are going to be a bit different, right? But that's fine. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, we didn't put any criteria. So my so. criteria, the way I would rank these is how often I would use them. Does that seem fair? Okay. Sure. That's fine. Which means... Oh, hang on, I'm missing two. I'm trying to figure out which ones I'm missing. Sweet, sour, and chili. Oh, there we go. That's why. Okay, I'm good. Uh, <clears throat> We're not going to mention Thousand Island, all right? It's getting too specific. <laughs> oh, there is... Okay, can I add one sauce? It's, oh my god, it, sure. It's more of a dressing, because the Thousand Island really got me thinking. It's oil uh, vinegar. Is that fine? Oil it's vinegar? Not a fucking condiment, dude. <laughs> oil just, vinegar is not a condiment. I, I'm putting oil it? vinegar. <laughs> I, I'm gonna Google what a condiment is. I feel like I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm putting here. oil There's vinegar no on here. It has to be. Condiment: a substance such as salt, mustard, or pickle that is used to add flavor to food. Yeah. Okay. The seven. Oh, there are seven condiments that every kitchen should have: olive oil, balsamic vinegar, Ooh. sriracha, mustard, ketchup, soy sauce, and Nutella. Nutella. Nutella? <laughs> What is that on this list? <laughs> Alright, if Nutella is a condiment, all of these are condiments. I just started reading this. Okay, I guess that's a condiment. Fucking Nutella. Alright, I got I'm at, I added oil vinegar, okay? It's added. Okay, is this because it's a joke page? It's from Hello Giggles. 
All right, Dude, you ready? Fucking, you ready? Who's Wait, going first? Sorry, sorry. What was what was the last one you said to add? Oil vinegar. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good though. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, I'm still doing my final touches, Shannon. I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> I can tell you're taking it too seriously. Uh, okay. Oil vinegar. Yeah, and that is good though. It's a great sauce. <laughs> it is. It's a, my favorite condiment. I mean, we, I do think that might actually be a condiment. Uh. So that's fine. Uh, okay, I'll put it here. Yeah. All right. Do you want to start bottom up or top down? Uh, what you it's choose. Been a long time since we did a tier list. It's it been is, years. It, it has like. been a long time. Yeah. I love doing tier lists with you. It's always so funny. All right, I'll go first. I'll start okay. uh, at the bottom, I guess. My least bottom, favorite okay. of all those is ranch. Wow. I mean, okay. it's it's sometimes okay, like on wings or something, but like ranch, I just generally, I'm eh, at okay. best, at best. Okay. I mean, I should mention like all these sauces are good on some level. Next mm -hmm. is soy sauce, which I will only have when it's like sushi. Then obviously okay. it's good. Other than that, I would never use soy sauce on anything. So you would always do like sweet sour with spring rolls, for example. Yes. Okay. Uh, next is horseradish sauce. <laughs> if I'm basing this on how often I use it, if Where I have if I <laughs> if I have horseradish sauce and I'm making a sandwich, I will use it instead of mayo. Actually, it's okay. A mayo. It looks like mayo. It takes mayo to the next level, in my opinion. But I just don't use it that often. But it is quite good. And if I have too much, I get heartburn, so I can't really eat it very often. <laughs> Uh, next, sweet and sour sauce. Uh, extremely good, but only time I'm really going to... It's not like I'm dipping anything in it other than like a chicken nugget or something or if I get sweet and sour chicken, right? So okay. that one feels like I'm never putting it on stuff, so maybe it should be lower. Mm -hmm. Next is chili sauce. Ooh. It's... I think it's a... This is cheating a bit. There's a sweet chili sauce, which is like S tier. Extremely mm -hmm. good. And I would put that on quite a few things. Uh, next is barbecue sauce, which there's tons of different kind of barbecue sauces, but barbecue sauce is absolutely legit. Best wings, in my opinion, are honey barbecue wings. Uh, the sauce is god tier. Then for the top five is, number five is some sort of hot sauce, which basically is sriracha. Mm -hmm. I, I'll put that on things semi-frequently, but it does upset my stomach these days because I'm getting old. It tastes amazing, and it feels great coming out, so uh, bonus points for that. Then we have what I think, <clears throat> at number four, is the most overrated condiment. It's still good, because it's number four on my list, mind you, okay? Mm -hmm. But I think it's But this severely... was not how good it was. It was how often you use it, yes, right? I think, because many people probably had this at the top of the list, which I think it will be at the top of yours. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, the most overrated is mayo, overrated it's very good but it could never be number one in my opinion like people that use it with fries disgusting absolutely fucking disgusting okay All right, this is a that's that's a that's a that's a viewer engagement take right there i that agree is a now again, comments on youtube take i still love mayo i am american after all and mayo's in a shit ton of stuff so i'm eating it all the time <clears throat> but mm -hmm. If we're, if I'm being picky here, this it's an overrated in my opinion. It's completely overrated. Number okay. three, this is where we get really good stuff, Cinderin. 
Oil vinegar. Oh, God, it's the best. I wish I could put this on more stuff. The fact that I'm making a pizza, I, even though I don't put oil and vinegar, it's more a, uh, what was it? Balsamic glaze of something. I'm just including that as part oh, of it. Oh, you're fucking pizza with, so what was good. it? What was so, that glaze you talked yeah, about? Yeah, it's a fig. Balsamic fig glaze. <laughs> fig glaze. It's like, think about food that you only hear in the U.S. I'm like, where, where would anyone ever... Anytime I make a sandwich, it's oil vinegar. Like, it's... That is the best combo. If you had to pick a combo, which we're not doing in today's tier list. Uh, but that is God tier. Number two okay. is mustard. And the only reason it's not number one is because I don't use it on everything. But honey mm. mustard for me, in terms of taste, is better than every sauce. Oh, honey mustard. Honey Dijon mustard, to be specific. Honey okay. Dijon mustard is the best of the best when it comes to taste, but I will not put it on everything. You I like guess, unsweetened mustard, too. Uh, I used to. These days, okay. it's like meh at best. Like, I'll have it if it's the only thing, okay. but basically, I'll have Dijon mustard or honey mustard or honey Dijon, like I said, is my favorite. Number one, it just has to be ketchup. It goes on literally everything. Like, there's nothing that goes... Like, you could put this on fucking pizza, even though I don't do it. You put it on pizza and it's going to taste good. Ketchup, the reason it's the best condiment, in my opinion, is because it goes with everything if you need it to, in a pinch. Doesn't mean it tastes the best, even though it does taste good. It has sugar in it, of course, which is good for you. Uh, but it, <laughs> That's very good. Based on usage, it's definitely number one, and it's not really close. All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. So that's your list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have listed mine based comments. on. So I, I did a different type of list. So I did my list based on how good they are, okay. not how much I use them, Fair. which aren't necessarily one to one. Mm. Uh, so I'll go from bottom up. I guess out of category is probably horseradish sauce. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had it, but. I don't like horseradish very much. No, you. I don't either. So, you would like. Trust me. Trust. You would like this. Guaranteed. I, I'm. I'm assuming this probably is like sweetened or whatever. If you like it, because most sauces that you like are sweetened. So maybe I'm, it's sweet. I. I don't know. It. But. So it has a mayo taste with a horseradish kick. That's okay. the way I can uh, explain maybe, it. Okay. Maybe. Hang on. <clears throat> I've probably. Ha maybe I've had what you talk about. Yeah, like when it comes still, to I'm even though gonna... even though Cinderin and I disagree on like what's the best or whatever, generally speaking, if I like something, he will too. Would you agree with that? Like most of the time, we usually yeah. have like very similar tastes. Yeah, for the most part. But I'm very adamant. And I've about got my... you a little bit started on sushi. You used to despise it, and now it's yeah, no, it's in it, reach. I need to That's be in. Nice. I need to be in the mood. But yeah, when I am, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I also need to be in the mood for food when I eat. Um. All right, number ten. Chili sauce. I I don't like hot sauces that much, so I don't know. I guess it just shares ninth, tenth with hot sauce. I don't know which one is better or worse, but really, wow. Don't don't think it's particularly good. Um, You've had sriracha. I have. It's I mean, I, I do like a kick. I do like a kick and stuff. But if I if like <laughs> if like I get the choice, if you put me, if you're like, which sauce would you like with this? And I had this entire list of options. I would never choose any of these two. Okay. Um, I understand that there's obviously some food that this works better with than others. It's so, not like I'm going to be like, oh, I'm just picking ketchup and mayo for everything. So does that mean like, in general... I will not put ketchup on like, my pizza. If you're worry. getting curry or just literally anything, you will mm -hmm. ask for mild. 
definitely not strong. I, I'm not saying that the less spicy something is, the better it is, because I do think some things are better if they're a little bit spicier. But if mm. if it becomes like, I don't know, if you let's say you go to a, a restaurant and it has like, a, you could choose spice from one to five, I'd probably pick two because I feel like you very quickly cross a threshold where the spice takes over <laughs> and you can't taste the food as much anymore. And your threshold and the spice is, is what you're two. Tasting. Two out of five, I think. If I didn't have to worry about my fucking bowels exploding, I would get it four out of five probably every time. It's fucking amazing I, when it's It's spicy. not like I can't eat it if it's a three. I just think I would enjoy it less, so why would I? Well, yeah, right? I've, I've told like, you this you're story. You're just making with, it spicy uh, for the sake of making it spicy, not to making it taste better. Yeah, but I think it does taste better. I mean, it depends on what the yeah, actual that's what scale I mean. is. It, it for me, it doesn't taste better when it becomes significantly spicy. If you're sweating, it's too spicy. Yes, 100% agreed. Now, and you, you probably you sweat? sweat at a four, and I might... I don't know, actually. You Maybe sweat I at don't a two? No, <laughs> I do not. Okay, just checking. Okay, next up, number one most overrated on this list, barbecue sauce <clears throat> is number eight. Okay. I, I, I think it's good, but it's nothing special. And I think people consider this the holy grail when it really isn't. It's good, but... Have you had honey not. barbecue wings? Of course it's something with honey. Isn't everything just with honey with you? Honey mustard, honey barbecue, honey horseradish, honey hot well, sauce. I, you used to make fun of me because I like cherry everything, so <clears throat> cherry and honey. What's wrong yes. with that? They're delicious. Honey, honey is very good. Honey barbecue. I don't know if I've ever had that before. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's good. Um, anyway, next, uh, number seven, soy sauce, I think is very good on a few things, <laughs> but not like, again, outstanding. Um, I would like it with sushi. I like it with spring rolls. And obviously as an ingredient in a lot of uh, Chinese foods that I like, but it's not like as a condiment, I would only pick it for like the two things I just mentioned. Not, not very often. Uh, number six, sweet and sour. Okay. It's very good. Um, but also again, dude, this list is actually impossible. We'll just leave it there. But sweet and sour, like, mm -hmm. so what do you use it on then? If you're using spring rolls with soy sauce, what the hell do you use? Right. Sweet and sour for? Uh, it could be pretty good with something like nuggets or uh, wings, I guess. Wings? That's two examples, I suppose. Yeah. Huh. I Sweet think so. and sour wings. Okay. Isn't that a thing? Can't you have that? I mean, I it, think you can. it's not a popular thing, but yeah, yeah, I guess I believe I've seen it on the menu before. That's not that common. I don't know. So, to be honest with you, on this list, I mean, I have to place things somewhere. There are some of these things that I almost never have. Okay. If I have sweet you're, sour, you're it's, taste, almost yeah. okay. it's ex almost exclusively with chicken. Are you right? basing it That's off of like the a... drinkability by itself? Because sweet and sour <laughs> you sauce... You want to do a list for that? <laughs> I could chug that shit. <laughs> That's good. That is All right. Good. Next up, number two most overrated on this in general, ketchup is number five. Wow. It's, well, that's a European take. That's not uncommon. So ketchup is good, but it's not like, wow. It's it's solid. It works with a lot of stuff, but a lot I of think stuff. I, I think part of the part of for me with ketchup being a bit uninteresting is that I mean, first of all, it's probably about how much you've had it as one thing your entire life, and that you have it so much as a kid with stuff. Maybe that got me a little bit bored with it, but I also think. I think it's harder for a ketchup to impress. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I feel like a lot yeah. of ketchups you get taste very similar. And I like if it's like, okay, something can really 
See, that's what I like have about more ketchup depth, is that you know? it's, it's very consistent. You know exactly what you're going to get. Uh, yeah. I think there's Dijon ketchup. I've never had anything like that before. I just get the regular old white trash fucking ketchup, put it on my whatever, my burger. Fifth, I do. Though, mm, mm. I, I would say I think a lot of the time something like spicy ketchup is better than ketchup because, again, the variety of having something a bit different. Can be can be nice while still having it be ketchup. But you better not have mayo number one. Keep going. Ketchup is overrated. Number yeah. four, oil vinegar. I I don't know. I had to put this somewhere. I love vinegar. Um, but yeah, as a condiment, I I, I find this list kind of impossible to make because half of the things on you here I wouldn't would. call a condiment. I had a very we, easy time. You would right. have issue. Fourth, okay. and you're like, man, I just had to put it somewhere. It's fourth. <laughs> that should be amazing to you. You should be very it is, excited. It is very good, but it's a condiment. I mean, this whole discussion. You literally read the website. It said it's a condiment. Yeah, it's that website also said Nutella is a condiment. Yeah, okay. We, I mean, Nutella would be last on my that. list, past ranch. So, okay. Uh, third is mustard. This oh, one boy. has grown on me massively in the last like five years. I used to not really like mustard. I don't know when this changed for me. I fucking love mustard. I love regular mustard. I love honey mustard. It is super good. Um, what the fuck? You haven't said ranch cook- yet? Oh my god. We use god. it in cooking. Uh, it's really, really nice. Maybe I would switch Wait, this with number two. What kind of mustard are we talking? Just Dijon mustard, okay. for example. Like but not, what, the- what about yellow, like plain mustard? Do you like that? Yes, I do. A lot. But I, th- I think yellow, I don't know, like, what's yellow mustard even? I don't know if you, yeah, I, I, I do, I do. How would you describe Dijon mustard compared to yellow mustard? Like, what's the difference for you? It has spice to it. Right. But they're both, they both have no sweetness, right? Uh, correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I like both, but I would say Dijon mustard is definitely better. Okay. And have you had um, honey mustard, Cinder? I have. I've had it as a sauce in Subway, I think. Oh, yeah. That's, sandwich. Oh, you put honey mustard and oil vinegar combined. <laughs> Delicious. You're an audio listener. You're just driving in your car, chilling, and then you just hear Shannon just. <laughs> that's right. Enjoy that ASMR free of charge. All right. Um, I'm debating whether I should swap this with number two, which is ranch, because oh my maybe. God. How? How? Ranch is really nice. How? It's just, is it's that not... an American sauce? I'm actually shocked. Is that Europeans like ranch in general, or? I like ranch. I think it's good. Huh. I, I guess in Denmark we would probably just call it a creme fraiche sauce, right? That's the, the main thing, I think. Uh, in a ranch dressing, right? Like, what do you make ranch with? Well, Caesar salad is ranch, I think, right? Yeah, love Caesar salad. Caesar salad is good. That. That's basically the only time I'll have ranch, other than like occasionally with wings. Ranch sauce. Hey, I, I <clears throat> love the sauce on Caesar salad. It's so good. So yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what we would call this in Denmark because we don't call it ranch. You can't like get that so anywhere. But says, when I have the sauce in the U.S., it's not like it's something new okay. to me. So we just have a different. I wanted to just me. double check because I've said a lot of stupid shit. This is American. That is an American thing. Ranch, which yes. is why I'm surprised that you like it. Yeah, but I I, I love the I would just you, love the taste of. Ranch. Would you say that Europeans generally like ranch? Yeah. Really? Sure. Yeah. You guys like so. white sauces, huh? Interesting. Yes, we do. And that's why number one is mayo, Shannon. Because yep. that is not overrated. And there's a couple of things that makes mayo number one. Okay. Every variation of mayo. First of all, it's very flexible. You can have all sorts of 
nice mayo. There's just the basic regular mayo. Then you can have spicy mayo. You can have garlic mayo, which for me is number one condiment of all time is garlic mayonnaise. And number two is probably truffle mayo. Um, I absolutely love truffle. And I think truffle mayo with fries, for example, is fucking amazing. Um, so is garlic mayo. But yeah, it's just easily takes the cake for me as number one. Um, there's other mayonnaises too, but I love that. I love that it has so much, so many options based on what you're having, which is my problem with ketchup and why that's overrated because it kind of, I mean, yeah, you can spice your ketchup up a little bit, but you can't have, can you have garlic ketchup? Can you have truffle ketchup? Not really. Right. How do um, you know? Hmm? I mean, maybe Bitch. you can. I um, haven't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, mayo is just. I have not had garlic mayo. I'd be interested in trying it. It is so fucking good, dude. Mayo for me is it's like it's a base to a lot of food that I like, but as a sauce, I will not use it that often because I'd rather like there's you can only have so much sauce on something, and I'm usually going to be putting Mm -hmm. like on a sandwich oil vinegar. Actually, I do put mayo on that as well. Oil vinegar, mayo, and uh, you know honey mustard. Just you know stack that nice and high. People are saying I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> wow! Apparently, sure. Caesar salad does not use ranch. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I don't know the difference then between. Oh, I guess I do know the difference. Yeah, that is not ranch, is it? So, what is Caesar salad? What is that? Okay, use? so there's. Did you just bait me actually into saying yes? I love ranch <laughs> on Caesar salad because yeah. I just trusted you. Yeah, because no. I love the sauce on Caesar salad, but it's it's called Caesar dressing actually. Yeah, yeah. it just has its own name, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, ranch is, I mean, they're not the same, but they're kind of in this, in the scope of this list, they're a lot more similar than other things in this list. Yeah, we should have added the Caesar salad sauce. So. <laughs> Caesar dressing is also, oh man, that would be it's, really high up. Someone's good. saying Bernays. Where would you put, oh man, Bernays, dude. Bernays. What is that you I might on? put Bernays, Bernays might be number one, but it's like, have I had, is that a condiment? Like, once again, is it Bernays? I mean, all the, we had all the other sauces. Bernays is easily top three. Oh, I remember Bernays is always Fucking in these amazing. fancy restaurants. It was at the last fancy restaurant I was at. And I don't remember if I liked it or not. I'm sure it's good. The ingredients look delicious. Bernays is so good. Uh, all right. So you, mayo versus ketchup. That is, We should make a poll. We can't do that oh, on YouTube, Oh, that's though. good, actually. It basically comes down to how many Americans versus how many Europeans, though. Like, let's I think real. there's a lot of Americans that think mayo is better than ketchup. I don't think so. But I do I think, think in so. the U.S., if we're specifically talking about as a side to like fries, I think in the U.S. most people would pick ketchup. Whereas in, like, I think there's a big span there, a big difference between what Americans would choose with their fries. But in okay. Denmark, mayo yeah. with your fries is very common. I think in the U.S. it's pretty rare, right? Yeah. Why? Why mayo? It's with so fries? good why? with fries. It it's like there's the no there's almost no taste. Garlic mayo with fries, dude. Okay, I can't speak for garlic mayo. Truffle mayo, but with mayo fries. with fries, I will never yes. be into. Very good. Ketchup is just always—it's just a nice stark taste, you know. Right. You know what? When I get fries, right, this is going to trigger you. When I get fries with ketchup, like let's say I I get it somewhere and it comes with ketchup, I don't eat the ketchup. I eat the fries by themselves. I will just not use it. If I get if I go to a restaurant and I get a burger with fries and there's a little a little uh, bowl of ketchup on the side. I don't mm-hmm. use it because I feel like it just takes away from the fries. So I'll literally just leave it there. I think the fries are better because you get the salt and the 
Yeah. You have offended me. The nice flavor. Ketchup is amazing. I think the ketchup's actually not worth it. But if I get fries with mayo, you bet your ass I'm dipping them. Always. God, there's mayo. no way I'm just leaving the mayo standing there. Mayo, again, I can't speak for garlic. It's just such a bland taste. Like, I want yeah. something strong. See, my taste buds have evolved to a point. I need something very strong. That's why I love oil and vinegar. It, like, takes over all your taste buds. It, is, it consumes everything. Oil and vinegar is very good. And ketchup, I consider to be similar. Okay, that's our list. Damn, what a great list. Yep. How, how do we, how do we, <clears throat> how do we pull this on YouTube? Do we just have people write ketchup or mayo? Yeah, just somebody write we ketchup, need to, we need to, How about this? The first two commenters, one of you writes ketchup, the other writes mayo, and then we need people to thumbs up the one they like more. Yeah. That's the best way we can make a poll on YouTube, right? Yeah, I'm about to be severely disappointed in our audience. I'm very curious. And but, this is just in general. It's not for fries. It's just which, if you had to only have one of them for the rest of your life between ketchup and mayo, yeah, you need to fair. pick one. Okay. Okay. I'm very curious about this, actually. Now I'm invested. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we made it to an hour and 12 <laughs> It's been half an hour. Are you kidding me? What the fuck? <laughs> What is wrong with us? All right. Whenever we do it, whenever we do a tier uh, list, it does take quite a lot of time. Actually, we, we, when we did the fruit uh, one, that probably took half an hour as well. I remember that one very, oh, yeah. very vividly. You had some garbage takes on that <laughs> one. Well, I put pineapple as S tier. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you, you had some good takes. There were definitely some like, <laughs> all right, I could see that, and then there were some, what the fuck, man. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that's how. That's, that's you that's in a nutshell that, with food. That's what happens with. Uh, Things of taste, you know? Everybody has a different opinion. Uh, all right. And generally, I think regionally, people will agree with, you know, people that are in, within the same area as them because that's what they're used to. Like the whole fries, mayo thing. Basically, nobody in the U.S. will do that. Okay. Until next time, Suns Fan Center signing out. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. We say things Subscribe. Anything, but thanks for listening.